Bonjour, hello, wonderful homos and less wonderful heteros. Welcome to Gem Girls, the cartoon hate watch podcast where we pile on and pick apart some of the worst cartoons to be borthed. You got you, I got you there, Bart. Yes, Bart. Borthed out of the 80s <laughs> with an extra special focus on the best worst among them all, Gem and the Holograms. I am Orifice Jones. And I'm Hakuna Matitis, and today we are trudging on the gem trail like it's the 1st of January into Season 2, Episode 8, The Treasure Hunt, written by Ellen Wagwan Guan, otherwise known as Ellen Beeman, otherwise known as Ellen B-Man. I called her that once, it didn't really work. Nice. Anyway. Whatever. Um, but... She took B-Man as the last name because she's a bad feminist and took her husband's name. What a passive hoe. She'd be like B-Woman is what she should be called. Ellen B-Woman. B-Woman. Yeah, B-Woman. Come on here, girl. Represent. Come on. Come on. And along with Mrs. B-Man herself uh, is the high gemissary at the Court of Eyeballs, the one and only Lady Christy Marks. Halagoo. Halagoo. She also co-wrote this episode. Praise be be to the Lord and Lord S's of the eyeballs. But um, (laughs) according to our intimate, very, very, very close, close friends over at IMDb, (laughs) Ellen Goo Goo Dolls Guan wrote Uh the teleplay slash script. That's, you know, industry speak because we're in the biz. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we know the shit. She wrote the teleplay slash script. And this episode doesn't appear on Lady March's gem Bible, so Ellen Guan, get out of here, Guan, is probably <laughs> the main bitch behind the typewriter for this app. Yes, I'm glad that we cleared that up. Glad to also know we know what a teleplay is. Yeah, or yeah, one yeah, of us, because yeah. I because I'm a teleplayer, you know. <laughs> um, it was just all of that is so important, so important, so important. Thank you. Um. And according to our super tight, we basically share the same kidneys, friends over at IMDb. Um, they describe this episode as thus. When the Starlight Girls are invited to join a treasure hunt, Pizzazz finds a group of girls to compete against them. But the Misfit Girls have no, in- no intention of playing fair. Or, as is really more accurate, a wealthy daddy type bends underage girls to his every whim with the promise of vast riches. Uh, <laughs> truly, a story every woman and myself can relate to. When you say bends underage girls, it sounds like you're going to take that in another direction. I am aware. It was very choice language. Uh, yeah, it was a choice, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> as well as this whole fucking episode. I don't know. Again, I got very strong, like, daddy puppet master vibes the entire time. Yes, but also this episode, like, what even was it? I don't understand why it exists. You're right. Like, a lot of it was like, what is happening? I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> yeah. Very that, very that. Um, so we open to an office building right. with a man, the daddy in question, Richard Xanthos. Richard Xanthos, which is like a pretty fucking dope name. Uh, yeah. Richard fucking Xanthos, a.k.a. Daddy Xan, uh, which is what I'm going to call him throughout the rest of the episode. I don't know. For me, like, I don't know if I can call him Daddy Xan because there's this rapper called Lil Xan. Oh, I'm aware. 
um, short for Xanax. So I think like Daddy Xanax, <laughs> like Daddy Xanax. It's part of fun because I'm sure Daddy. Well, maybe Daddy Zanny works a little bit better. Daddy Zanny. <laughs> I mean. He was a daddy. He did have, like, salt and pepper skunk hair. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he was mad rich, which, again, like, mad daddy vibes. Yeah, we hope every daddy is rich, but unfortunately not every daddy is that great. I mean, if you're yeah. fucking with a poor-ass daddy, like, I don't know if he's really a daddy. He's just old. Right, true. <laughs> um, so, anyway, he is talking about um, his charity foundation, um, talking to a room of people, I believe, um, about how this year the foundation is going to sponsor a treasure hunt on his estate in Northern California. Right. Um, and then up in this, it's not like a press conference. I actually don't know what the fuck is happening in this room. <laughs> um, I don't know who's there <laughs> for what reason. But we get this hot-ass bitch named Christine who is giving yeah. me life with her hair she gave me, like, mad Mediterranean Greek goddess. I was so here for Christine. She gave me, like, stern robot fascist vibes. Oh, wow. Two very different takes. I mean, she didn't seem to have any chills. She just seemed to be, like, his henchwoman of sorts. And I was like, they seem to be a little bit nefarious. I'm not buying that they have a charity for orphans or whatever they have a charity for. I agree. Very nefarious. But like, I took it in the, in a like kind of sense of, you know, daddy Zanny is the one with all the money, but my girl, Christine is the one with like, you know, the brains behind the operation. Uh, like, you know, she's like head, 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 henchwoman in charge. But at the final act, She'll, like, stab a bitch and come through as the main villain. Okay, that's, yeah. But also, like, look really hot with, like, her, like, nice bronze skin. Well, she also had very straight hair. Like, I think she has the most normal hair of any character I've ever seen on this show. That is true. She had, yes, straight, normal, I want to say, like, black hair, which is a hair color you see in the real world. (laughs) Can't confirm. So, uh, props to Christine for that. (laughs) I, I don't want to give her, like, normie props because that doesn't sound cool, but, like, you know, good for you for repping au naturel uh, hair. Yeah, she's a representation that we all wanted and needed, I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I wanted, I guess. That's probably the best way to take away from it. Exactly. Um, so this bitch, Christine, who's his assistant, um, it basically explains this treasure hunt as two teams will participate the winning team will win a priceless piece from Xanthos's collection. Um, and we find out that they haven't chosen the team yet. However, like two teams we know who are going to, who's going to. Yeah. Like, oh, I wonder teams. what there are two of in terms of groups in this show. Hmm. Right. Also, can we also just say the word Xanthos a little bit more? Cause it sounds so evil, dude. Xanthos or Zanny? Well, no, Xanthos. Like, Xanthos, like, the name. Like, if I were in a movie, if I was like, oh, yeah, the head of Xanthos Corp., like, you would know instantly (laughs) that is an evil-ass corporation. Yeah, with, like, reptilian CEOs. Right, right, yeah. Like, lizard people up in Erware, uh, and... (laughs) (laughs) Like, Xanthos, just like, if you say it, it just, it sounds evil. 
Yeah, I really need to commend Ellen Gugu Gaga Guan this episode for using a last name that was a real last name and not a first name. True. I also give props to like Ellen Guan Girl Guan because <laughs> that is a real last name that might exist in the real world. Yeah, I feel like I learned something by finding out that that was a name or a word, you know, like that's education. Yeah, and like it, might, it sounds like Greek, maybe. I don't know. Xanthos? Yeah, I don't what know. What up? Who yeah, knows? yeah, yeah, Xanthos? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Um, so we cue to the holograms who are playing volleyball with the orphans. Right, some orphan um, volleyball action. Uh, no one wanted it. No one wanted it. I, I personally, only because I find volleyball to be, one, the gayest of sports, and two, the most sexually charged of sports. So I felt weird watching orphan girls doing it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's usually, like, pretty, like, sexually coded, you know? Like, I don't need to see a bunch of little girls whacking around a volleyball. Yeah, like, I don't even like the sentence, little girls and whacking. I don't want those words... <laughs> Anywhere in the same clause. <laughs> Slapping them balls. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's not good. Uh, regardless, we get some random fucking bitch named <laughs> Anne, who I have never seen this fucking orphan before. Uh, <laughs> apparently, she learned volleyball real quick in, like, the 12 hours she's been at Starlight House or something. They must have <laughs> just picked her up off the street. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really had no idea who she was, and I didn't even remember her name was Anne, so thank you for remember reminding me. No problem, I just, you know, I wrote it down as I watched the episode, as one does. Um, um so, basically, like, Jerrica, or as Jem, is like, yo, Anne, you're so great, and then Ashley interjects saying that they, she thinks that they'll make the Olympics, which is like, okay, sure, yeah, okay, whatever. Ashley. Like, I get it, you're fucking delusional, Ashley. <laughs> that, that, that was like kind of in character because like you know Ashley looking in a mirror there's only one reason a bitch could walk outside with that whole situation going on <laughs> yeah you believe in yourself but you don't really deserve to because your view of who you are does not match the reality reality exactly You're, you a hot mess uh, that takes us into um, the song though Take the Time Ugh. which I mean, yeah, this this whole thing, it was like like a volleyball montage, and then I felt like oddly old because they like they go to the nineteen ninety two Olympics and I was like, bitch, I was one year old. They go to the 1992 Olympics, like you said. We have a montage of Kimber teaching Chrissy how to play the keys. Shayna teaching Ashley how to sew. And they're making some ugly-ass clothes. Fugly-ass clothes. Although I did like the Chrissy conductor stick turning into a needle and thread kind of thing. I like That was like a cool transition. Here's the, only, the only good thing I liked about this episode, about this little... Uh, Music video. I also really, really enjoyed Bonnie trying to learn Spanish because that bitch is blind and, like, she ain't picking shit up. I mean, she, like, 
read and wrote things and i was impressed because not only is she blind she's kind of dumb too yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) she's not quite deaf dumb and blind but like she's definitely two of those things she's almost helen keller um but helen keller was actually like quite intelligent and socially aware yeah, but like, you know, the, um, the, the moniker that goes with her. It, oh, no, no, wait. I always get confused with Helen Keller. Was she like the dumb bitch or the one who helped the dumb bitch? <laughs> no, she was a deaf uh, and blind Okay, gotcha, woman. gotcha, gotcha. But I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I can't bring myself to call her a dumb bitch. <laughs> I know, I felt really terrible as I was saying it. But like, once you <laughs> jump on a bandwagon, you can't get off. No, you have to double down. Uh, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's just a hot take, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, exactly. So, but like, but other people said that about her, uh, as opposed to it being true. So I feel even more justified in saying that about her. Yeah, but like people also said the N word, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair, I'll give that one to you. <laughs> People also did say that N-word. I always forget that. (laughs) Um, I also like how we're past tensing that. Like, people don't say that now. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, true. I just choose to uh, pretend they don't exist anymore. Yeah, I mean, they don't really exist in the sense that they don't matter. They don't matter. Um, So this terrible song and mediocre video end. And basically... Christine is there, the hot bitch assistant. Yeah, and she's video, just like cause... watching orphans do sports. Right, which not creepy at all. No, zero percent uh, creepy. Of course not. Wait, I mean, okay, I will point out that I mean, one, it is hella creepy because it's a grown ass woman alongside video watching orphans do sports. Mm-hmm. But I will also point out that if it was a grown ass man doing that, he would be arrested on the spot. Yeah. Um, I think it also helps, though, that, like, video invited her there. Did she? Like, she didn't just, like, I think so, because Christine is like, thanks for telling me about the Starlight Girls video. True, true, Um, true, 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 true. Also, a little bit of backstory here. Video and Christine are definitely exes, and you know who dumped who. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, video does not have the gumption... Or, like, the gonads to dump anyone. She is a mad clinger. Yeah, she got no nads. She got no gonads. She got no nads. No nads. A nadless Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. A nadless Nelly. Uh, and, yeah, so Christine gets a lowdown on the Miss, on the Starlight Girl. Sorry. Because, uh, yeah, her, um, her ex-fling video told her about it and then we cut to the misfits and they're driving around all fierce in some like you know big ass van and they pull over to give free meals to the underprivileged which is like you know very out of character yes uh which i know they have i I really enjoy how pizzazz yeah yeah like you know something's coming but i like how pizzazz says to eric like are you like nuts are you crazy why are we helping the needy this makes no sense uh and yeah. Pizzazz, we also learned, hates children, which is very in character. I was here for it. Uh, and Eric basically paid off some, I don't know, like street toughs, female street toughs, to get up in on this elaborate ploy to demonstrate some sort of charitable side to the misfits. 
because right. he wants to get in on that Xanthos money. And he, it's basically all a ruse. Uh, and he, I, I imagine, called our girl, our girl Christine over to be like, hey, Christine, uh, you know, I know you're, you don't like swing this way and neither do I in your way, but you should come on over and like check out the, the misfits because they do good shit too. And uh, we also have orphans because it's uh, pretty hot for music groups, to ha- music groups to have orphans these days. Yeah, it's so in right now. It's Soup's like adopting in. a baby from Malawi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if you don't have an orphan, are you even a girl rock glam group? Uh, right. <laughs> I will say though that um, fucking Eric looks so creepy, like outside of this pedo van wearing his shades and his suit, um, like the crooked businessman that he is, like coaxing over orphans to give them food. Um, I thought it was weird. Oh, dude! I mean, it's it's fucking hella weird and <laughs> wildly creepy. Uh. And I think, like, the worst yeah. part is, like, Christine, like, buys into all of it. It's like, Christine, like, do you have a pair of eyeballs? Do you, like, see what's happening here? Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how they bought that. And those kids were, like, little gremlins. They were, like, essentially, like, young misfits in their demeanor and lack of respect. Yeah, so there's, there's Molly, who's, like, the head bitch, who sounds like a 40s mobster, I want to say. Uh, and then there's Ellen and Sandra and like their fashion is I don't know pieced together by a blind three-year-old with paper mache materials it was just a lot of everything yeah like Mad Ratty obviously found in a dumpster um wow we're really going in on these (laughs) yeah these homeless orphans who probably like turn tricks for food I I, we don't know that we don't know that we just assume (laughs) I mean, like, I'm just surprised at the show for, like, making these kids look so bad. Like, why did the orphans need, like, orphan enemies, too? Very true. Very. They easily could have done it, like, they were pushed into it by the misfits or whatever. But, like, two out of three of these fucking orphans are, like, you know, real evil. Yeah, they're definitely evil orphans. Like, dark-sided motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? For... Sure. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, Pizzazz comments like, oh, that one is an obnoxious little brat, which she is. And then Eric is like, reminds me of you. <laughs> right, right. Great, great under his breath read. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Christine goes to Richard, Daddy Zan. Daddy Zan. Daddy Zanny. Um, and he says that he likes the music angle of the two teams and thus announces that the Misfit Girls and the Starlight Girls will be competing. So this was where I got a little bit confused because at that opening press conference, weird meeting in his office situation, (laughs) like when did they really spell out the fact that this whole treasure hunt situation like needs to involve like little girls? Like, up until this point, I was like, oh, okay, he just wants girl groups that are very charitable or something. I didn't know there was a whole, like, child angle to this. And that's when it got a little creepier for me. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't understand that at all. Um, But I guess when you kind of get to the treasure hunt and how it was based on different children's books and whatever, like, it makes more sense that it would 
involve children in some way. Yeah, okay. Also, though, like, none of the <laughs> shit that they're busting out in this treasure hunt are children's books. They're, like, real pieces of literature where no yeah. child would ever get any of these fucking answers. But we'll I get know. to it. We'll get to it. I guess, like, they were trying to encourage kids to read. Which, endless. I mean, come on. That's... It didn't succeed. It did not. Uh, but before we, we had ahead of ourselves, uh, yeah, we learn Daddy Zanny pits the Misfit Girls and the Starlight Orphans. Um, and, you know, he, ga- he gathers them all up as, you know, uh, an overbearing straight man does to a bunch of impressionable young women. And... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that, I'm just... Are we sure? Are we sure he's straight, first of all? True, we aren't. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's a closet homo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just needed to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, that being said, I, I, that, like, it, I, I don't know if that makes it creepier or less creepy. Because, I don't know, his whole, his whole vibe is creepy. It is. He is. Yeah. His whole thing is very creepy. I don't know what compelled him to do this whole thing. So basically the treasure hunt involves riddles, four riddles that they need to solve. And each riddle involves literature. And the idea is when you solve a riddle, you'll be given a map and it'll lead you to the next one. And then finally you need to find the key to win. Yeah. Bitch has got to find some fucking key. Uh, And Pizzazz and Jem are appointed team leaders Pizzazz wearing an exploding butterfly. Uh, and so good. So good. Actually, I really enjoyed it. And they're both basically, they're told, like, look, like, you can't help in any form or way. Uh, which I was like, why are they there then? As we'll get to later. <laughs> but they can't interact in any, in any sense. And that's when we learn very quickly. Also, Eric and Tech Rat have a shag and wagon where they're banging to also help the girls cheat. Because um, head misfit orphan Molly has a little earpiece so she can get little clues from uh, our favorite necrophiliac tech rat. Yeah, favorite techie necrophiliac. Yeah, it's nice to have a favorite necrophiliac, you know? I, yeah, everyone needs one. um, And I think- You used to be my favorite, but like you got superseded (laughs) by tech rat. And, you know, it's really happy. Um, I'm really happy, actually, that he is there because us necrophiliacs lack representation in the media. Very true. So, very true. Yeah, this is the representation that we needed. Yeah. You so know, thank you, Tech Rat. I also think Tech Rat um, because you're right. <laughs> on screen necrophilia, you don't get enough of it. No, you really don't. And even on this screen, as you don't really get it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, Mary, get off my screen as. Um, Which I wouldn't say yeah. to someone making love. And I'm saying making love to a corpse. <laughs> because you know what? All love is beautiful. All love is stunning. You know, like, you love that corpse. You know, and I, I, I think to myself, you know, corpses decompose. And they don't always look pristine and beautiful. And, like, everyone deserves to feel beautiful. Why shouldn't a corpse? Yeah, yeah. Just because you aren't alive doesn't mean you shouldn't <laughs> feel beautiful. <laughs> Just because you're, like, decaying and your eyeballs are turning to liquid and you're all... But, bloated. like, you know what? Everything, you know what? Beauty, flaws are beauty. You know? Flaws are beauty. 
Yeah. They make us stronger. And <laughs> I'm really We're glad we had this necrophilia moment. I think it was a long time coming. <laughs> and it's, I'm glad we're here. We're here, and I don't know if we'll ever come back. Uh, but it nope, happens. So. Probably going to, yeah, I don't know. Someone's going to get arrested real quick, I'm sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> if this wasn't on some sort but of anyway. international watch list, this podcast, <laughs> it is now. Yeah, uh, it's been real, guys, but we're probably going to jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, though, uh, Daddy Zanny, who seems to always be wearing a lounge robe coat. Uh, I respect that about I, him. I also do as well. I just would like to see a pipe along with it, but alas, can't have it all. Um, mm-hmm. the, um, the, 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 the race begins. And of course, Jem is, she spouts some fucking nonsense of like, playing fair is more valuable than any prize. <laughs> and it's like, no, bitch, it isn't. It really isn't. <laughs> I know, right? Like, literal money is worth more than... Than your weird ethics. Um, right? Like, your invisible, intangible ethics. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Pizzazz is like, anything it takes to fucking win, you orphans. Otherwise, I'll cut you. Which I was like, alright, maybe a little harsh, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah, this whole thing. This whole scheme to involve orphans of this on their end made no sense made no sense but i that being said though it was about time the misfits got some orphans you know (laughs) it was just like the starlight girls always running around you know making gem look good it was nice to see the misfits get some impressionable youth that they can also uh cater to their whims yeah, and I feel like definitely if they had a permanent rotation of orphans, I say rotation because they like, die of exhaustion. Oh, of course, they'd obviously. Immediately obviously. be replaced. Yeah, and but they always uh, choose ones that look the same, so you never really notice. Right. There's been four <laughs> Ashleys, definitely. They would actually be enslaved. Like, we make fun of Jem, like, haha, she loves her orphan free labor. Like, no, the misfits would have, like, an orphan, like, breeding incubator type situation <laughs> in the basement. And they would have them, like, locked in the attic at night. And then, like, you know. Yeah, they would, they would marry them off to, like, Russian oligarchs once they hit, like, 16. And, you know, their, mm-hmm. their, their nimble fingers couldn't weave dresses anymore. <laughs> they'd obviously sell them for a large sum yeah exactly exactly because like, eric's into human trafficking that's it's part of his, it's part of his deal part of his portfolio yeah, part of his deal <laughs> he is a businessman after all yeah anything shady a businessman does it's not a crime it's part of his portfolio Oh, that explains the current state of our world. It actually so really does. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Cro- I'm not committing high crimes and misdemeanors. I'm merely expanding my portfolio, <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so this treasure hunt, like you says, be- said, begins. Um, and there's immediately, like, a casual racism moment. Oh, dude, it, it immediately a, gets so problematic. Indian in a canoe on the river. And they're basically like, hey, let's talk to that Indian over there. Yeah, which was like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, 
That being no, said, I'll, I'll give them I'll give them some credit for using an actual like indigenous historical figure. Like they, Hiawatha is a real person or was a real person, so I'll give them some credit. Uh, yeah, you know, it's not very great that they use the term Indian, but it was the eighties. I mean, I guess it was a different time. Yeah, which I mean, I, I don't. I, I actually like, hate that excuse just because like even people at that time probably said that term was like not very PC. Yeah, I, I think people knew for a long time that Christopher Columbus didn't stumble upon India. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. They were, in fact, not in India, and they were not Indian. So I feel like we've known that for quite a long time. Right. Uh, but anyways, um, they have to... They, they're asked what Hiawatha's birthplace is, and this bitch seems to know, which I was like, okay, girl, like, you did some book learning, because I have... I, I have never known that factoid. Wait, which one of them knew that? Was it Ashley? Yeah, I think it was Ashley. Um, which, again, shocker, Ashley knows anything. But regardless, like a very, very specific little piece of history, which isn't, again, necessarily literature-focused. And how can you expect any child to know that? And also, I want to point out, it wasn't a riddle. It was, like, literally just... It's like, yo, bitch, where was I born? (laughs) (laughs) Up until the last question, it wasn't a riddle. It was just a fucking question. That's true. That's true. It was like, yeah, question answered. There was, yeah, very... There was no riddle element to it. Uh, No. And then I... So... Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Oh, okay. Um, Then I was going to say... Um, so next up, the gem girls uh, need to go to the quote unquote Arabian gardens on the other side of the river. Um, and when they're crossing the river, Pizzazz and the Misfits girls start like rocking the log that they're walking on, making Bonnie fall into the water. And like, away. I just want to say like, obviously Bonnie goes down first and then it ends yeah, with a, a super shrill Bonnie. Like from Jim, and I was like, whew, really didn't need that in my ear space. Yeah, it probably didn't help with Bonnie's will to live. Yeah, like, which oh, is that shriek, let me just die. Yeah, which we already know is like limited and finite. <laughs> She's the clumsiest one, I swear to God. Like, I guess it's the not being able to see element. Yeah, yeah, but I wanted to just say like bad genes. Like, that bitch ain't built right. <laughs> I mean, did we ever figure out who her father is? Like, maybe that would unlock the mystery as to why she's such an oaf. <laughs> yeah, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Um, but anyway, the indigenous man comes over in his canoe and saves Bonnie and immediately floats away into the sunset. Right, never to be seen again. Um... Then what? I don't know. This whole scene, like, this whole sequence at the estate was so weird to me. Yeah. And, like, like, not very interesting. Yeah, I was, like, kind of bored. Like, I don't know, like, the, 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 the Starlight girls go to the Arabian Nights Garden, and then the Misfits girls go to Alice in Wonderland, um, and, I don't know, they solve a riddle or some shit. Uh, I don't know. I don't and then we get know. another song. Do we already? Ahead of the game by the right. Misfits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is basically a car chase but with orphans, which I thought was pretty fucking fun. Ahead of the game, you gotta stay 
yeah, uh, an orphan chase, an orphan run. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think the before, running of the orphans. The running of the orphans, <laughs> yeah. The, the yearly running of the orphans. Uh, I think, like, before this, the, the misfit girls, or maybe it's while the song is happening, they steal the, the Starlight Girls' map. That's a whole thing. Yeah. And then we get, like a, like, a, like, a sculpture garden moment. So, you know, they're running through a sculpture garden, and, like, they're pretending to be sculptures. It's very... A little Scooby-Dooey. There's, like, a little bit of a witch moment. Um, yeah. And, and then and, they... And then they uh, end in a hedge maze because, you know, why not? Yeah, well, they, like, chase them into a hedge maze and then, like, the misfit girls run out of it with the maps and whatever, kind of leaving the Starlight girls hopeless in the maze. Right, right. With no way out, which is, like, pretty traumatizing. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be scared as fuck. I would get, I mean, you know, it just gave me very, like, shining vibes. Um, I've never actually even been in a hedge maze. But I find them inherently terrifying because of that movie. Yeah, they're super creepy. Like, they're super creepy in that, like, I have too much money, but, like, I'm nefarious kind of way. But I want to seem, like, super clean and all-American. Um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, like it's, it's one of those, like, the energy I get is I'm super rich and I want to murder you. So I will get you lost in my hedge maze and then I'll come for you with, like, a pair of fucking shears or something. Yes. That's it. And you'll just, like, hear the, tr- like, the cutting of the shears getting ever closer. And you, like, shiver and you curl up in a corner and you scream and then someone cuts your head off. Yeah, because, like, bitch, no one can hear you. You're reading fucking headlines. <laughs> that shit's, like... On this giant estate. Yeah, that shit's, like, two miles long onto itself. Anyways, but apparently, Ashley, this ain't her first fucking head Because, you know, that bitch is fucking <laughs> twisted. Uh... And she's like, yep. no, 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 I got this maze on fucking lock. You just gotta, like, follow, like, one wall to the end. Uh, because Ashley has been in, you know, has been, tr- has, Ashley has been the subject of attempted murder in multiple occasions. Um, so she yes. knows. She knows. She knows. She, she, she's retained the information that is most relevant to her life. Um, right. I also feel like she's also, like, you know, in the orphan switching, she absorbs the information of the past Ashley's, probably through, like, a (laughs) flesh-eating ceremony. That's so true. Yeah, so she's, like, the fourth Ashley, and, like, she has the knowledge of four other, of three other Ashley's, which maybe amounts to, like, a third of a person's intelligence, but (laughs) very adept at, like, murder scenarios, so she knows this hedge shit. How old did the other Ashley's make it? Like, to 15 before they were sold? Were they dead or did they die of overexhaustion and overwork or were they sold to Russian oligarchs? Well, for the Ashleyfication ceremony to take place, the, the new Ashley needs to consume the old Ashley. So I assume they were not sold to Russian oligarchs. Uh, at least maybe one arm was kept. And, you know, some people are into that. Like, you know, one arm girl. That's kind of a, that's a mood. I get it. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so I lean more towards the exhaustion, like the exhaustion scenario, if not murdered for fun. Okay. 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 Cool. 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 Murdered for sport. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. And, uh, I'm not going to say the, like, you know, the most dangerous sport is Ashley, but I would say the most amusing sport in a murder scenario is Ashley. <laughs> 
I would counter that by saying Deirdre. Murdering Deirdre would be the most fun. Okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And also the most necessary. But she hasn't really been a fixture in these episodes recently, thank God. True, 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 true. Uh, thank God. Um, and as we go back to the Misfit Girls, this is when I realized, like, yo, there's a fucking lot of actors up in this hunt. Like, who are these people? Because we get some Robin Hood-looking motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, like, the, the head orphan girl, her name is Molly. She goes up to uh, Robin Hood, I, I don't know, ask him a fucking question. This was the moment where I was like, yo, every time you get asked a question, it's pretty fucking obvious you're, like, pressing something on your ear and you instantly get the answer. And it's like, yo, bitch, can you be more bait about it? Well, also, she's always the one to answer and it's always, like, pretty fast. And it's also after, like, not even appear to be thinking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like, um, like, turn your head, like, whisper into your earpiece and then be like, oh, I got it. Like, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I mean, she's an orphan. She's stupid. Um, but also, I was also like, was there a reading list before this fucking treasure hunt? Because... I know. Yo, dude, I'm a literature major, or was a literature major, and, like, I got maybe, like, one of these off the bat. Yeah, I knew nothing. In fact, I, I think I knew that, like, I would have known the Alice in Wonderland thing, but, like, apart from that, I was totally lost. Yeah, I think I got the Alice in Wonderland thing, and then I think the the, the, the King Richard one, um, which I was, it was even, like, more of a guess, because I just remembered <laughs> in the... Uh, and the animated Robin Hood by Disney, it's played, the King Richard's played by a lion. And they say the answer is King Richard the Lionheart. And I was like, oh, that's why he was a lion. Mm, okay, that makes sense. I know nothing about King Richard, to be, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he, he... Is he... Is he related in any way to Excalibur or, like, the Knights at the Round Table? No, Arthurian legend was already established by the time of King Richard, I want to say. I guess I'm pretty fucking sure. I actually, I think that was the one I actually got, was the, uh, the fucking Arthur one. That, that comes up, I think, right, right. after here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I literally wrote in my notes, because we go to the next one, the Starlights go to, I don't know, Tenagil? They were like, we gotta go to fucking Tenagil. And everyone seems to be saying this word that I had never heard before. Um, <laughs> I basically was like... Jellicle in cats. Sure, like, Jellicle I don't know. Jellicle cats. What the fuck is Jellicle? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Jellicle. Uh, anyways, they gotta go to some shit castle. And King Arthur is playing with some swords. And he's like, oh yeah, where did I send uh, my knights off to go find us? This was the one I was like, oh yeah, the Holy Grail. I actually know this one, right? Uh, which maybe I know more. I know it more from Monty Python than I do from actual literature, regardless. Um, right. And then we get like a series of these fucking little clue situations where I was like, were they just like right next to each other? That's how you're popping them off so fast. Doesn't seem like a very good treasure hunt structure. Yeah. Yeah. Like either. Yeah, it made no sense because initially, because the the first team was cheating so much, the Misfits, it seemed like they were winning by a lot, and then... Right, and then they stole their fucking map, and they were trapped in that fucking hedge maze for, like, four (laughs) hours. Yeah, and, like, all of a sudden, now they're neck and neck. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Through the power of good deeds and morality, or some shit. Sunshine and rainbow bullshit. Some bullshit. Uh... 
Then the uh, yeah, then the next clue we get is that like a three musketeers, and they're like, oh, what's the fourth mu- fourth musketeer? And the answer is D'Artagnan. But I swear to God, the guy who plays D'Artagnan is like from the fucking Bayou. Like that dude is like not French or the slightest. Uh, it was it was a mood. Yeah. Um, and this is where we get to with the misfit girls. One of the nameless, the the one who isn't Molly. Maybe her name is Susan Gretchen. I don't fucking know. Sandra. 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 Sandra is fo- the one who was lying on the ground. Yeah, yeah. That bitch trips, hurts her fucking ankle, and everyone's like, "I don't care. You're gonna stay in this fucking haunted forest, and we're gonna dip." <laughs> yeah, we can't sacrifice somebody orphaned down. We don't care. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, again, it was like the most menacing of forests. Like a bitch looks like she's gonna eaten by the trees themselves. Yeah, it was a pretty. Uh ruthless move on the part of the misfits but what lots what more do we expect from them really right 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 uh and then shortly thereafter the starlight girls come through and they find a injured bitch which i was like (laughs) it's a sucks a suck moment and this is where (laughs) um the starlight girls are the like are like oh like jem like should we help her and jem says I'm sorry, I can't say anything, you gotta make the decision for yourself. And it's like, I'm sorry, motherfucker. Like, if you can't even give them moral advice, why are you here? I know, right? Like, oh, you know, Pizzazz almost killed us when we were crossing that log bridge, and then we got locked in a maze. Like, sorry, I can't use my, like, advanced years and vast stores of knowledge not vast no come on she ain't no but like years of experience on you to help you through this traumatic time like i think that's fine yeah yeah yeah. that's warranted but no she will not because well as we know through the gem rio jericho relationship bitches withholding as fuck yes um very withholding um but also she's raised her girls right apparently um, I disagree because I would have left her on the ground. Oh, like, <laughs> later, bitch. See you never. We have some money to win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember when you tried to kill us earlier? Fuck off. Yeah, uh, but they help a bitch up. Um, and she hobbles along with them, uh, for the remainder of this treasure hunt. Um, and... The misfits during this time are on a boat uh, heading towards the key, and Whoa. the Starlight Girls. No, 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 we gotta we gotta touch on like my boy Odysseus comes through looking all coin, <laughs> not wearing a shirt and shit. True, uh, and he comes through with a Cyclops clue, which I was like, yo, the Lord of Eyeballs would be present through the one-eyed monster. Yeah, they should have had a Cyclops moment though. I would have loved for Cyclops to be there. I agree. I wanted I wanted like a yeah, a mana eyed monstrosity to like give me some life. Um Yeah, no eyeballs. No yeah. eyeballs. But then I was also like, yo, Odysseus, I'll give you my one eyed monster, baby. What uh <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, and then, um, but, but meanwhile, though, the Starlight Girls get, like, the fucking easiest clue, because, I don't know, Redbeard, Bluebeard, some pirate motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> he's like, where am I hiding my treasure? And the answer is Treasure Island. And it's like, okay, fuck off. The rest of that shit was, like, yeah. super difficult. You need to crack open some ancient-ass literature. This one, like, the answer was literally in the question. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, which island is my treasure on? Uh, uh, of course, Bonnie island. comes through with it. At least I think it's Bonnie because I was like, "That's she would know that one." She would even she would know that one. Yeah, like her like her very um, simple mind is like Treasure Island. <laughs> yeah, her mind's eyeball didn't even need to be like connected to really get it. Um. But anyway, so right. they hop in the boat and they're following the misfits. They're basically neck and neck at this point. Um, right, which is where we get to the, the requisite chase. It's not quite a, a car chase, it's a boat chase, because sure. Mm-hmm. An orphan boat chase. Orphan boat chase. <laughs> the rare but always resplendent orphan boat chase. <laughs> it's a yearly affair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get orphans on a boat, you gotta make them chase. <laughs> and like the the when the, the prize is their meal of, of some food yeah, exactly <laughs> now chase oh orphans God, chase <laughs> dangle a hot dog in front of us yeah 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 like whoops psych, <laughs> um. psych. going hungry again tonight and they're too hungry to cry. Oh, they don't have enough moisture uh, as well because they're dehydrated too. Yeah, like, they haven't been watered in a while either. <laughs> you gotta water your orphans or else they're not gonna grow. <laughs> We're going to hell. Oh yeah, obviously. Obviously. Um, so basically they hop out of the boat, orphan chase. They both grab the key at the same time. I think it was Ashley and the other bitch in charge. Molly, uh, Molly, Molly. Molly. Um, and, like, obviously, even though they both grab it at the same time, Molly, like, yanks it out of her hand and is like, I won. But Richard and Christine are, yeah, Daddy like, Zane it appears is, to be a time. Yeah, Daddy Zan was secretly the pirate the whole time. And he's like, yo, bitch, uh, we're going to do a riddle tiebreaker. Uh, I don't really remember what the fucking thing was. It was something about you open it and you close it and you learn some shit. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's something like what when it's open, like you learn stuff. When it's closed, you don't. What is it? <laughs> the fuck is it, orphans? I got shit to do. Let's hurry this motherfucker up. Uh, <laughs> it stumps the computer. Techrat is like unable to answer. Um, at which point, I don't know. He pushes Eric. And Eric, like, I don't know, trips over a wire and everything explodes. And I'm like, Tekra, yeah. why do you make everything so fragile? Well, yeah, and he's like, yes. But also he, like, complains. He's like, oh, my stuff. Don't touch my precious. <laughs> um, but, like, he makes it worse by, like, pushing people and, like, exploding and, like, escalating the situation to the point where, you know, someone falls on his shit and it explodes. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's his own worst enemy on every level. Uh, and uh, then that random ass injured misfit girl, she's like, yo, I know the fucking answer to the riddle. And her original team was like, oh, sick. Yeah. Nice. But then she's like, yo, fuck all y'all. You left me stranded in that haunted ass forest. <laughs> you can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I'm switching yeah. sides. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed that moment. I was like, yo, girl, like, they did you mad dirty. So, like, this this is fair. He double-crosses Do them. Think she- yeah. Do you think she'll get a seat at the orphan table? Like, a permanent seat 
Is she like, has she re- reached that elite status? Oh, we'll never see her again. Okay. <laughs> They'll drop her off wherever, street. like, street corner that picked her off. It's like, okay, bye. <laughs> That's so true. That's so sad. Um, so the answer to the riddle was a book. A book. Yeah, yeah. You open yeah, it, yeah, you learn yeah, some yeah. shit, close it, don't learn nothing. Yeah, you ain't got shit, just close them. Uh, which I actually, I would have liked if the Starlights were like, uh, actually, you, you can't sit with us. Like, you're not on our team. You look dirty. But that's not what we got. Right. No, that's not what we got. We not got, what we got. Uh, you know, togetherness and good vibes and the misfits are unhappy, of course. Um, and the prize turns out to be like first edition copies of all the books um, that were covered in the treasure hunt and more. Right. Which um, are probably worth hella money. True. Um, but the misfits didn't see it like that. They're like, you made us do all of this for a fucking book. Right. Uh, right. Right. Which right. I respect. I do too. And also in my head, I was like, Bonnie is definitely going to use that shit for fucking rolling papers or something. She ain't reading <laughs> shit. Or she's going to like carve a hole in the pages for like a bottle of, Captain Morgan. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Bonnie's a Captain Morgan's girl, for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, or, like, Malibu rum. She's more of a Malibu rum. Yeah, girl. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, a very soft rum, which yeah. Captain Morgan's is, like, maybe one step above Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> Malibu has, like, all those, uh, like, artificial flavors, though. It's, like, truly a bitch drink. I used to drink that in first year. I, I'm awesome. aware. Oh, God, you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, you feel like, you know, not look so good after. <laughs> what were you drinking in first year, Michael? Dude, I mean, same thing. I used to get blackout drunk off the Kevin Morgan. So, like, I was part of this whole uh, situation. <laughs> yeah, I, like, dipped my toe into Black Bull and Colt 45 at one point. Oh, as really did bad. I. I used to get 10.1 Bat Blues, bitch. It was like yeah, drinking was like sewage $4. water. <laughs> it was so cheap, though. So cheap, and it got you drunk. Which, like, now that yeah, it, like, that's all that matters. It's all that matters. But I was like, that's, like, such an alcoholic move. I see homeless people oh, doing yeah, that. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we were all little, like, alcoholics, I guess, at 18. We're yeah. Like, wow, yeah. we have freedom. We could do whatever we want. Let's get as drunk as possible. Let's drunk as fuck. Make bad decisions. Yep. Yep, yep, that happened. Yeah, that happened. Um, yeah. Still happening. Um, so many times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still, <laughs> Still happening in a lot of ways. Uh, anyways, then we get into some real reading rainbow fucking propaganda up in this bitch. Uh, uh, big book. Yeah, like open a book. It's literally the title of the song. And everybody's riding the rainbow to book world. Open a book and see where it takes you. See the way time flies. Literacy propaganda. I just feel like Roxy would have something to say. Roxy would. She'd be like, what about those of us who can't read? Or, yeah. no, she'd just be like, books are stupid. Yeah, she, and then she'd like I... burn something. <laughs> Throw books into a fire pit. Like, what is this garbage? Yeah, good old-fashioned book burn, you know? 
<laughs> These can make you smarter. I don't want them. Yeah, exactly. I'll fucking burn them. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Um, I'll, I'll, so, I'll learn by breathing in the fumes. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll learn you this. Book explodes. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> the song How about you learn book. me book? <laughs> um and she so knifes it or something. Yeah, it just shakes the hell out of it. Um curb stomps it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it breaks the spine of the book, so like she knows she did a good job. Yeah, for sure. Um she would use a book's pages as rolling papers. She would, she would, she would. Or like something harder. Yeah, like math paper. Yeah, math paper is that a thing? Can you do that? <laughs> I have no idea. Probably not. Probably not. Um, I don't think so, but I'd be into it. <laughs> if she could, she would. Exactly, exactly. That's all that really matters. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, open a book. Not a good song. It's not like, a single eyeball to see. Yeah, no. No eyeballs, just book propaganda. Although I will say, I will say though that like when like that head orphan bitch Molly like ends up with a knight riding on a horse, she is ready for it. And I was like, yo girl, so would I be. I'd be really into this moment. <laughs> Why was she there though? I don't know. Because a bitch learns to read or something. Yeah. That's, that's nice. So <laughs> who, it's, ni- it's nice and also unbelievable. I right. don't believe that. Exactly. Um, so who do we think is the baddest bitch of this episode? Baddest bitch of the episode? Um, it's... Christine? Which one? Oh, Christine? Like, yeah, I, I, a part of me wants to give it to her, but, like, she didn't really do enough. I know. Uh, like, I'm also thinking that double-crossing orphan, because, like, I like a good double-cross. The double-cross, the, the Sandra? I don't remember what her fucking name is. The one who fell and was left on the ground. Yeah, the bitch who was left on the ground, but then came through with the win in the end. Yeah, that was impressive. I feel like Christine, like, I wanted her to be more just like Harriet Horn, the Queen Barracuda. Right, right, um, right. Like, she didn't live up to the hype, and I felt like Christine also did not. I yeah, feel the yeah. same way about Daddy Zanny, actually, too. I, like, I wanted more from him. I agree, I agree. It was like a strong opening, but like kind of petered off to the end there. Didn't really, uh, yeah. didn't uh, come to fruition, and that was a C-U-M. Yes, I, we know. <laughs> okay, perfect. Just making sure. Um, yeah, I'm comfortable with giving it to Sandra. I feel like she really stuck it to those other street urchins. Right, and like, she's probably dead slash we'll never see her ever again, so let's <laughs> give, her, give her a moment, you know? Yeah, there you go. There you go, Sandy. Um... <laughs> Um, and the weakest bitch, um, hmm. I think it should go to Jen for, like, refusing to do anything this entire episode. Yeah, she really was the worst. Like, actually. Like, the worst. She, she did the opposite of nothing. Like, it somehow, like, she could have done, like, a little bit, and it would have been... Still not enough, but, like, the fact that she was there and did absolutely nothing, it just made things worse. Like, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. girls, you're in mortal danger. Can't help. <laughs> sorry. Sorry yeah, about that, it. Sorry about it. That showed an odd lack of regard for their lives and uh, lack of 
wisdom on her part. Yeah, also just like total bitch move, like fuck off, lady. I would be so fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah, um, Jem, this won't be the this isn't the first time. Ain't the first time. Shall not shan't be the last. <laughs> shan't be the last. Truly, like I kind of hate you every single episode. That's very true. That's very true. I have strong repulsive energy towards Jem. <laughs> in general yeah um so yeah we have finished up the f um it was weird i'm not a fan of this ellen guan number to be honest uh yeah uh like ellen goo goo dolls guan ellen uh what's that movie uh, with rob schneider where he plays a gigolo <laughs> that doesn't really work <laughs> <laughs> isn't it called just jiggle. Yeah, Ellen, deuce big little male jiggle go go on. Yeah, that does not work. <laughs> deuce big deuce big little male jiggle. That's the movie. Male jiggle. No, I'm just trying to make it a goo. Yeah, uh, but yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that works. Even though it like kind of doesn't, it works. Yeah, it does. It works. It works better than the fucking episode. Go on, go on, get out of here. Go on, get out of here. Um. But yeah, with all that said and done, um, we have ended another episode of Gem Girls Podcast. If you want to keep tabs on what we're doing, we're super interesting. Super interesting. All up in. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to abbreviate it, but then I just said inch. Yeah, we got inches on inches. Yo, at least 12, baby. 12 and i'm not talking between us i'm talking (laughs) flaccid exactly you don't even want to see that shit when it gets hashtag erect (laughs) um but yeah check us out on our social meds we're on twitter and facebook no we're not Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Gem Girls Podcast on both platforms. You can also check us out on our website, gemgirls.com. Uh, and as well, make sure to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and or wherever you may be listening to us because it really helps this high-minded discussion find <laughs> itself into the ears of impressionable youth. And like, you know what? They need to hear it, you know? They need to hear it. Like, they might be worse for it, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean... The world's going to shit anyway, so we might as well have a good time. Uh, that's right. basically our whole, that's our, that's our motto. Uh, as well as Wifers for Slifers and uh, Bornstein Bungles. Those are also our mottos. And, and Borth. And Borth. <laughs> Borth is more Borth. of a state of mind, though. More than a motto. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, get off my screen as screen as. <laughs> also a motto. I love how all of our mottos are both the writers of this show. And, like, maybe only Wipers for Slifers is the only one that's mildly, like, positive. Positive. Yeah. (laughs) Wipers for Slifers is so good. I just love saying it. Um, anyways, (laughs) even if you're not a Wipers for Slifer or you're not a Borther or whatever, five-star review, (laughs) all good, all good, all good. And, uh, and, uh, you know, write a a spiel about how you love our banter as well. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. No problem. Yeah, just make sure you give us five stars. Yeah, it's our no policy. more, no less. Yeah, exactly. You could give us more, but um, that's not allowed. Right. Uh, we exist within the parameters of our patriarchal society, and you know we'll fuck within <laughs> it, but we can't necessarily um, 
expand upon it until, uh, you know, we <laughs> overthrow the man. And, like, that's what a five-star review will help us do. Yeah, it'll fuel our egos to believe that we are someone and can start a revolution against the man. Yeah, baby, Halagoo. 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 And <laughs> until next time, stay, stay outrageous. outrageous.